back at it, Homegrown Radio. Uh, bring radio back to the truth right here, man. We are broadcasting live, kind of, sort of. Chuck Dizzle here, DJ Head. Yeah. Hey, man, this show is always brought to you by, of course, the Homegrown Radio Network, man. We are officially on that iTunes, Google Play. Uh, subscribe, rate, comment, man. Let us know all your feedback on social, at Homegrown Radio as well. Facebook, Homegrown Radio Net. Um, and, dude, man, just, just uh, we appreciate everybody that's been giving us feedback on the show since we've kind of flipped it to that format and you've been even getting people hitting you up telling you that they actually rocking with it on, on their drives and shit like that yeah man shout out to the uh, ozzy the intern as well from yeah. iHeartMedia. he said that well he, he just actually subscribed to the podcast nice and so shout out to him and everybody else that sub- subscribed to the podcast it's not that hard you know what's funny is that i didn't you know we tell people all the time as far as sending music like yo make it as easy as possible right yeah. I didn't realize that it wasn't as easy for people to actually check it out through like SoundCloud or going to the it's site homegrownradio.net. So if you haven't already by now, man, if you got the iTunes, uh, whatever, man, just just search Homegrown Radio. You can find it anywhere, Google Play, iTunes, uh, a couple other platforms, anywhere you can actually download a podcast. And if you're listening on SoundCloud right now, you have a podcast app on your phone. Okay, let's not be, don't be that guy. Well, I don't know. You have a podcast app in your phone. Don't be a dumbass. I ain't gonna front. As you were saying that, I was like, "Damn, do you do? You don't, don't. You don't know there's a podcast. What, is, it, is it the one with the purple? The yes. purple. Okay, I knew that then. I knew that. <laughs> you said SoundCloud. The app is called Podcast. Well, I knew that, but I, you you <laughs> you threw it together with the SoundCloud shit. I didn't know. I said if you're listening on SoundCloud right uh, now, go in your phone. There's a podcast app. Got you. Got you. Got it's you. called Listening. Okay, well, shit, you can make things a lot much easier. A lot, a much. lot much easier. Hey, you know, whatever. Man, shout out to Chuck Dizzle. Fuck it. I don't know what the fuck is going, know, going on, on right with now, Chuck man. Dizzle. Hey, it is what it is, man. It has been a long uh, week, man. We've been. It's, I've actually had the the pleasure of running the streets semi with with head and shouts of Silence, man. Y'all motherfuckers be gone, bro. Hey, you know what? You did hang out. You hung I out. I did. A I did two days. I did a nice couple He's, of days. I did two days. Y'all I, mother- I'll be. I'll be grinding, bro. Nah, this this married life is no joke, bro. Hey, listen. I don't want no parts of the married life. Shout out to everybody that's married right now. Um, I have no desire to be married at this current point in time. And shout out to um our friend Jalisa. Her name is uh, <laughs> her name is Miss Jalisa on Instagram. You may have known her from various different uh, ways but her name is miss jaleesa on instagram and she's ranting and raving talking about how she wants to get married you know she frequents the music industry so it has something to do with this podcast and she uh was talking about how she wants to be married and you know just had to let her know it's not gonna happen it's some people are destined to be alone and so you think she's one of those people i don't think she's destined to be alone i think she'll you know you throw enough bait in the water some, somebody somebody will bite <laughs> Somebody a taker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, bums get pussy. You <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> why the fuck? That that's you crazy. The bums get pussy. They like, do. That sound like some bullshit. I just ad. found out about the Obama phone. Did you know about the Obama phone? I knew of it, but I don't. Homeless know people with the with cell phones, they be nah. in their uh, Starbucks charging their shit. What the fuck? Just, just homeless people. I didn't mean to call them bums. Uh, um, you in, did. Indigenous but... street people. Is that, wow. is so we went from bums to indigenous street people. So, how, I mean, how do they, they get these phones, dog? Indigenous. Yeah, he, I'm mad he's really tickling himself right oh, now. Oh, I crack myself the fuck up every day. Indigenous street people have cell phones. And they, it, it's something, some shit that Obama did where he granted, um, you know, people who live on the street, homeless people, uh, the ability to go get a cell phone. And they can, you can go get a cell phone, it's paid, it's prepaid, or however they do it, and all you gotta do is charge it. So, but how do you prove that you, you somebody, I mean, I have no idea how, I just said, I don't know how to get one, I don't know the program, but I know it's a thing. I just found out about this this week. That's crazy. So is it? Uh, so you don't know anything about the? I don't know nothing about it. I don't okay. know how you get it, where it come from. I'm sure it's an Android. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> the question is, can they download the fucking podcast? Yeah, that? exactly. Download the podcast. If you listening if you to this it, right now, we need some. Uh, we need some research. Indigenous you know, street people, make sure y'all subscribe um, and tweet out Homegrown Radio. Well, man, hey. Uh, shouts to the homie uh, Dot. One of the spots we went to was checking out Kendrick Lamar. Man, he was in Compton, South yes. Saint, thousands and thousands of the. Uh, the damn album, uh, which is in stores right now, it hit the number one on the charts. Man, shouts out to him. He's going crazy on that. But what, what really struck me, well, it doesn't even strike me as surprising, but mm-hmm. the fact that he he was out there signing thousands of copies, right? Yeah. But the motherfucker was there early and then didn't leave until everybody got a signed copy. Everybody got a signed copy. I would have thought at some point they would have cut that motherfucking line off. Like, well, man, here's the it. thing. 
Um, <laughs> I was gonna say something really fucked up. Say it, fuck but um, people see I'm from the east side. So when you're from the east side, you used to standing in long. What's lines. that mean, head? Oh, I'm I'm from the hood. So okay. so when you when you grow up in the hood, you used to standing in long ass lines, mm-hmm. um, similar to that line. So you want to accommodate for the people that have done yeah. the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So gotcha. it's no different than them standing in line for, I don't know, well, not Yeezys, because if you're in the hood. Nah, you know, uh, for, for government aid. <laughs> what? No, I got, I, get what you, I got you, dog. I got you. So you, you, you're comparing people standing in line at Kendrick Lamar. I'm just saying that when you come from where we come standing from, in government aid. standing in line ain't nothing. Got you. But my thing is, sit, well, no, that, that's the difference because he's sitting, well, whatever. The fact that he was there, I, I just give him props for doing that because motherfucker didn't have to. And Kendrick got the number one album, number one record, he finally. A lot of shit. I mean, that's one thing. It's funny. We were talking about on the State of L.A. podcast with, with Letty yeah. some months back or about a month ago. What does Kendrick need to do before this album drops? And that's, what, and that's my point. That's what I was saying. I was saying, look, because, and I compared him to Reggie Miller, right? Reggie Miller's, oh, he's one of the greatest three-point shooters ever in the history of the game, but he don't got a ring. Right. So at the end of the day, somebody can always argue that you're not the best right. because you didn't win. And I don't like that. Like, I don't want, like, same thing, I just went to the studio with Q. Like, I want my friends, my homies, the people that I support, the West Coast in general, whoever, to have, get their championship ring because I don't want you to have to go down in history with accolades up the ass and no championship right the championship is to be the upper echelon of, uh, of music in the music industry so right. if you're in the music industry you want to be the best everybody wants to be the best you got to have a ring mm-hmm. that's why that's all that so i'm glad that he finally gave us a song as djs we could support i'm glad that he gave a song that kids can sing along to and and it's not all you know super like stringy and murky and you know all that kind of shit but I'm glad, that, and it's a super. It's just a regular. It's a rap record too. So, so let me ask you this though. Okay, so let's just say he didn't. He didn't get a number one album. He didn't have uh, number humble, one song in the country. Number one song in the country, right? But the album to you, I mean, let's just say it just didn't chart, but sonically it sounds great. Let's just say it just didn't peak. It didn't. It didn't hit. It didn't. It don't hit matter. Cracked. What I'm saying is, does it? Because this is my next point. I've noticed that a lot of talk now. People are talking about him being. The greatest of all time. Right. They're, they're putting him in that conversation. Right. Now. You know what I'm saying? We, we've known Dad. We know how lyric, lyrical he was um, and continues to be. And we've always held him high on our list. Yeah. It just seems like everybody now, they're, you know, I've seen people comparing him to Eminem and like, yo, he's kind of got the spot. You know, people were doing the Drake comparisons, you know, from Drake's last album to this and him selling obviously a little bit more than, than Drake. You know what I mean? 600,000 copies in the first week. Yeah. All that. That so that right there is the is is it the accolade, accolade excuse me that legitimizes his talent or is it the fact that the talent remains consistent? It's the talent that's consistent. The talent is what matters. But the problem is in real life, why does talent really matter? No. If you're asking me, it depends on who's listening. It, it, it depends on what we're I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, on the grand scale of the music industry. Mm-hmm. It, you can have a number one record in the country and not be talented. True. So it's all about what the ma- like. I just I put it this way: on the scale that we are graded, no, it doesn't matter. Okay. Now I'm not saying that the scale is right. I'm not saying that it's the right. I'm not saying that but on the fact that it's that what, what people what we look at what everybody goes by, which is the charts, numbers, the, the numbers, the accolades, whatever you want to call it. That matters. So when you, so just like when you introduce somebody, you could say, "Oh, this is Kendrick Lamar. He has six Grammys, this and that, number one record in the country, number uh, number one album in the country." This. So when you when you when you prop somebody up, naturally that garners more attention. Mm-hmm. Naturally, that means something to people. Yeah. So because people pay more attention to it, that means something to people. Like, I just want everybody that I support and that I've rocked and I fuck with to achieve on the highest level. Mm-hmm. So that that's where I'm coming from. I, but I just think that it's interesting that that we're having this conversation now. Um, well, we we've obviously known he, he's had the talent, but the uh, the recognition is kind of like taking it to the next level to the point where I haven't seen in his career. Haven't seen? Oh, I haven't seen up like to date. Up to date, like now, like I said, I'm seeing people say, "Yo, greatest of all time." Yeah, but that's because that shit matter. You got to win a ring. You got to get a championship. So if that if people consider that selling out or going mainstream, whatever the fuck that means, or LeBron going to Miami, mm-hmm. you got to have a championship to be considered one of the best. And that, 
You have to yeah. because that's the scale that the best are graded on. If Jordan did everything he did and never won a championship, would he be the greatest? Right. If fucking Kobe or Magic Johnson never won a championship, would they be the greatest? Mm-hmm. Like, or, or Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady's considered the GOAT. Is that a unanimous thing at this point? Right, yeah. Okay, so Tom Brady is the, the greatest quarterback of all time, but he did never win a Super Bowl. Would he be the greatest of all time? Right. So I'm just saying on the scale in which we are graded as a, as a culture, as a society, as a whatever the fuck you want to call it. So that- what, do you, what do you think the three top things are? You think, okay, because we, we, we've had talks about Grammys and shit. What if, what if he has a number one album in the country but no Grammy? Did he's you, got he's got Grammys that we we've yeah, already said. What if? So what if he had no Grammys? Right. But he, every record he put out with number one, not every. I'm saying okay, like I'm saying like Drake. Say Drake didn't have no. Does Drake have Grammys? Yes. Okay. So say Drake had no no Grammys. Grammys yeah, but he had all the number one hits. He would still be one of them niggas. So what? That's one, what I'm saying. Critical which one, critical which one acclaim, trumps over the other one though. Mainstream success trumps. Critical acclaim, in my opinion, only because the masses don't give a fuck about critical acclaim. The regular average day motherfucker don't know that Kendrick got six or seven Grammys. They don't know that. So that's some shit. That's the industry sucking ourselves off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The the Oscars, Academy Awards, all this kind of shit. That's your peers acknowledging you like, okay, we fuck with this. Mm. The masses determine what's popular. So if everybody in the world is fucking with this one song and you don't have no critical acclaim, you still appeal to everybody else. Mm-hmm. The critical acclaim is is the min- is the minute is the minority in that situation. Yeah. So in my opinion, Flowrider, Flowrider, um, Pitbull. I don't know if they have Grammys or not, but they still one of them dudes. They still compete on the highest level of mainstream success. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. So I'm not I'm not saying that. It don't matter. It does matter to the people who care. Yeah. But just like like do Chuck Dizzle give a fuck about um, what kind of t shirts they wearing in Indonesia? Hell yeah. You give a fuck. No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> don't give a fuck. But what kind of t shirts they wearing out here? We was trying to sell our homegrown t shirts. You care? Yeah. It all it all it all boils down to what matters to you. So if you use that, apply that same theory to what I'm talking about. It all it only matters what appeals to the masses at the, at whatever at any given time. Critical acclaim don't matter. It's like, well, my cotton is better. Yeah, yeah but these they selling the shit out this other T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker going. That's it. All right. Well, I mean, I, I definitely look forward to seeing what what else uh, Dot is going to be doing, man. I mean, he's one thing that he finally said. I mean, because there was, and it, this is another thing that I feel. This is what I where I feel like, yo, he's transcended into a different era that I don't think we've seen. And nah, I I, I don't want to say I hate making these comparisons because I hate when people do it, but that we've seen. Since a pock, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because when his album dropped, mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Oh, there's another album coming in three days on Easter Sunday." Yeah. Because the damn oh man, there's a second cover. There's making they were making theories. Compu- it's of, conspiracy theories, all kind of shit that be going the on. The day the album before the album even dropped, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I hadn't seen that since, you know, pock. You know, obviously dropped Machiavelli, and the people were talking. Man, they had even on the back of a. Uh, Kendrick's or well, the track list they said if you looked at the way the words were set up it says something like uh down down with the leader or death to the leader or some shit like that so they're like oh yeah well yeah he's he's killing himself off and then the ne- I was like what the bro what the fuck is going on uh, in the lyric of the song no no if you look at the track if you pull up the track list okay of damn on, on the side is like to pull it up there's a uh, the, the way the letters are situated the way the letters are situated, it has all these letters that are off to the side, right? Yeah. And the, the particular letters that are highlighted, if you scramble the letters around, it says death to the leader. Now, I did that shit. It's like missing an E or some bullshit. What the fuck? Exactly. Man, this, listen, bro. But my, my point is, I ain't never seen nobody do that shit with Drake. As, as great as Drake is. I've never seen anybody make oh, these type of theories. This is a whole different type of shit that I don't even think. Even M, M hasn't even had though. I, I could be wrong, but M being the greatest, you know, for for, for a lot of people saying that, I've never seen people flock to him in that sense, in yeah. that regard. Like it just so that's why I'm like, yo, this is some different shit. It is some different shit. Some different shit. It's so. some different shit. But the thing is, like with with Eminem, Eminem at a. Uh, Eminem was more brash, and okay. So, for instance, 
I would be considered how Eminem is. We have very, like, we tell you exactly what's going on in, right. in my mind. Mm-hmm. My mom, you fucking bitch. Yeah. I hope it right, fucking right, suffocates right. you. <laughs> Straight up, that's what it out. is. Yeah, it ain't, so, Dot don't really do that. K- Kendrick don't. It leaves room for people to kind of, like, speculate. Speculate. Gotcha. So, with that being, with him being more cerebral and the way he delivers his message, even Drake. Yeah. They they deliver their message a little more. It's a little more wit and a little more subtle. It's but that's not, what I, that's my point. Drake, you're right. Perfect example. Drake, but nobody does that. From I've never seen no conspiracy theories. Well, Drake, Drake also is not. People don't. Drake is more. Um, I, I want to. I don't know how to properly uh, articulate what I'm trying to say, but Drake is more shiny than Kate than Kendrick. Okay, is. J Cole. J Cole is another one, but J Cole. All see the thing is, I don't think Kendrick has expressed enough uh, that much vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Kendrick speaks from a position of power, a position of um, this is what we need to do. This is what we. This is where. This is where we need to be at. This is what we need to be doing. This is how I rally the troops. Right. Drake and J. Cole speak from a standpoint of, I was a nerd in high school. You didn't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm half white. Here's the struggle. But I, like, it's more vulnerability in what they do. So, therefore, I don't think it leaves room for people to go at them or fig- or try to think around. But see, that, but that, that's, I see what you're saying, but it's two different things. Like, I'm talking about just straight up conspiracies. Like, no, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. Because, because of the fact that, I, well, this is my opinion. Because of their, because of the fact that they're so vulnerable in the, in the way they rap and the way they deliver their music, I don't think that people look for that type of shit. Mm. So I think with Kendrick, it's more it's more revolution in power. It's more gotcha. empower the people. So it's like, oh shit! Even with his last album, "To Bimper Butterfly," people were trying to decipher what that fucking he, meant. In the, even the cover, yeah, like he does stuff to where people want to dive into it. True. It's nothing it, like his cut. J Cole sitting on the fucking roof. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 J. Goes right. in on the fucking roof with his feet dangling. Like, like everybody told you that that's his. If you ever took a shit, live, you know yeah. what that looked like. Right, right. So that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, it's still interesting to me, man. Do, do, now, what do you feel like? I don't think we've ever had this discussion. I, I don't like having a top five discussion because my shit is just so off the wall. Like, I have my personal fucking preference, and it, it yeah. has nothing to do with who's actually the dopest right now and who people think. What, what, what would you be your top five right now? I don't have a top five. Top I, three. I don't have a top three. Why not? I just have my favorites. Who's your favorites? Um, I like Cole. Top them. Talking about top. Like, just the, the best, in, in your opinion, the best. That's what I'm saying. I don't really know. Because there's certain people that's this, that's this and that. Like, for instance, like, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, but I do recognize that he's one of the best. Okay. So if 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 we're going off of, let's just put it in the... Because the, the, the I don't listen of, to rap, I don't listen to rap niggas like that. Got you, but you kind of understand the you know you understand hip hop. So if you if you give let's just say the top three that you understand, okay, these might be gr- the greatest overall because of their accomplishments, because of their skill, and because of what they've done for the culture. Yeah. Now you may or may not like it, but you recognize they have they possess these skills. For you, which what what will be your top three? Um, I mean, Dot would be up there. Um, K Dot. Uh, Jay mm-hmm. and uh, if I if I was speaking from a right now standpoint, this minute today, this minute today, Sean is kind of doing his thing. Okay, so now okay. I'm a, I'm a prefect, but, but, I'm but like, here on the flip side, I wouldn't listen to I I don't I don't listen to Big Sean's whole right, album right, like right, that. Right, right. Like I don't just put Big Sean on his whole album, just let it rock. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm a, I'm not the case study when it comes to that type of shit. Right. No, and I understand that too. I me I, when I when I talk about these top conversations, me my my top and this is it. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Mine is is and and this is even from a from a nostalgia's purpose. Right. It's Pac, Snoop, and Quick. Leave me the fuck alone. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't talk to me. That's my that's my top three favorites. You tripping? Now, as far as overall, some hip hop shit. And I know them niggas in the look. Some overall hip hop shit. You don't know Pac, nigga. Pac. I'm talking about. Yeah, I know Pac, Jay, and Dot. As far as making an impact, you said what now? Overall, top. Overall, so who would be number one? Right now, I would still say Pac. I think nobody's gonna ever match with Pac. Pac had. Uh, a, a little window of time and made such a massive impact. Now I do think you said so. Who's the out of my three? What's the biggest impact? 
Say it again. You was asking me what? what no, are, I was just saying for you, like, who do you think overall, just in general, you know, uh, understanding what in, in hip hop's perspective, like from a hip hop standpoint, it's not your personal favorite, but understanding who you, who do you think has the massive impact of hip hop, right? You know, Kendrick. Kendrick. He has the massive. He has the most people impacted. Yeah, think about think about Kendrick right now. Think about M when he was at the top. Think about M and think about well, Pac when he's at the top. That's, oh, I'm saying overall. Oh, you saying even overall? Back. Yeah, great. That's I'm, oh, I, the greatest. I'm going back. Of, I'm going to the greatest of all time. The Those, greatest impact of all time. Of all time. Oh, sh- you tripping? Um, How am I tripping? Because you can't relate the two. Like Pac, had, like you said, he has such a short window of time. Like mm-hmm. that don't that that don't that don't actually count because you Eminem at up. Oh, okay, so. To date, currently, the mass the mass majority of the hip hop community would put J or M at number one. Very true. As the GOAT. Now that's still an argument because most people when they when they say J or when they say J is the GOAT over Eminem, the thing that they're they're looking at the overall yeah, picture of Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're looking at the longevity, they're looking at the bar, his life, his, Very true. his his everything, his business acumen. They're not looking at just straight up rapping. Right. So when I'm talking about just like the impact of a nigga just straight up rapping, the impact would have to either go to Pac or it would have to go to M only because of what they said. They just put it all out there. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Fuck my mom. Fuck. You know what I mean? It was right. it wasn't no like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, what's, what's the Jay-Z bar? Uh you know, no it subs. was more. It was more wit. It right. was more sub. It was more subtle. It was more. It was player, yeah. and it's fresh. Yeah. But it wasn't. The message didn't get to, didn't get to everybody because you was communicating to everybody. You were commuting, communicating to a certain caliber of individual who can who can communicate on that level. Mm-hmm. It, everybody understands. Fuck you. Right. Very you true. Fuck where you live. Yeah. Who you where you from? So, have you ever heard Jay Z say "fuck you" on a record? Sure, he has, but I mean, I can't think of anything. No, nope, I don't think he has. I don't think he has. I heard Pac say that for sure, yeah. and I heard Eminem. Well, I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. You fat motherfucker. Everybody understands you fat motherfucker. Yeah. Everybody understands. Uh, have you ever been hated or discriminated against? Or, um, I'm sorry, Mama. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you he cry. Said, Fuck me. You know I got it. What, Jay, no, I'm talking I'm about. Just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, no. No. So what I'm saying is everybody understands that, which is why I think the impact is greater. Does that make sense? No, I got, I got you. I got you. I'm just throwing it out there from from an from an overall standpoint. And it, there's no right or wrong which answer. Which is which is also why I don't think Kendrick is is like the the, the, the listen thing. And I, I don't I don't necessarily know if this is the right play or not, but I'm interested to see if uh what happens when if Kendrick were to turn heel. And what that's a wrestling term, but for him to become a villain, for him to become the Floyd Mayweather of hip hop, mm. I think that what, what would he have to do? Because that's to what do Pac that? was. Mm. Pac was the Floyd Mayweather of hip hop. Bitch, I got money. Fuck you. Fuck them. They can't tell me nothing. Mm. I'm I'm saying I'm saying some real shit, spitting on everybody. Like it is what it is. Right. And look where he look. What Pac is still today. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The, Glasses told me one time. Glasses Malone for people who's listening. Glasses told me one time. Head. You can't be everybody's friend. The greats, the every the the great. You never you're never great unless people hate you. Mm. And it was some, it was some truth in that because if you think about everybody that's tried to humbly take the crown, it, you know, and it, it ain't really that. It ain't really that. Well, I mean, we seen that too when when Kendrick got the control verse, and I mean, he, he's he's done his thing as far as saying so, like fuck that. I, so to me, what would be interesting is if Kendrick was to just go. Completely be a bad guy in hip hop, all the way. All, like not just I, one track. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Um, let's say he beefing with. Let's say he beefing with Sean. Everybody think he's beef, he not beefing with Sean, but let's say he is. Fuck you, Sean. All on record. On the record. Mm-hmm. Fuck Sean. This and this and that. Yeah. This and this and that. I did this when I was in Detroit. Your girl. Do 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 do. I'm talking about like that. Will be it'll be mainstream. Media everywhere. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because Pac did that. Eminem did that. That's why it was the impact was that's why those impacts, like you said, nobody to this day has made an impact. That's why. Well, also because I feel like there's no reason for him to do that. 
it isn't no reason for him to do that. It's no reason it was, for Floyd to do that. It was that. a reason for Pac to do it, though, because he felt like he got set up. No, I'm Pac. No, Pac wanted to turn up. That's what I'm saying. But he had a he had a reason to do it. Then he wasn't just gonna do it. I mean, he you don't was think always, Kendrick has had a reason at this point? He no, I get it. But I'm saying there's yes, he has. But there's no think about it. And, and what what area? What just when 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 would he have that opportunity to do that? When it, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just saying. You for, said you said you don't think he's had a moment. He he, he hasn't. I don't I don't think Kendrick has had a chance. Like there's no reason for him to just outright blatantly diss somebody. I mean, you could say the subs, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, nobody, because shit. nobody, nobody wants the problem. First of all, first and foremost, let's be clear about that. First of all, first and foremost, nobody wants the problem. But I'm saying, I don't think he'll be, he wouldn't turn healed unless somebody gave him a reason. Yeah, to. But the problem is the biggest heel is, a, is, is a, see, it's more wrestling term is a baby face. It's the good guy. The good guy is Drake. Okay. The good guy is big Sean. Okay. The good guy is Kendrick. We can't have three motherfucking good guys at there's the top. There's got to be a bad guy. There, there's no. That's why the first person to become the villain is going to win big. You think so? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Point. Does that make sense? No, I get it. I, I just, because because not, and I'm not saying they're not now. now but I, I, you're right. But you have three good guys, so one person would have to turn. Or Cole. Mm. Let's say perfect example, right? So Kendrick did the control verse with Big Sean, right? On Big Sean's shit. And he went at everybody. Mm-hmm. That shit went everywhere. Absolutely. That took over. People, they, they were edits where we could just go straight to Kendrick verse. Absolutely. Fuck <laughs> uh, Sean and Jay. They were playing that shit on the right. Look, when, look what happened when Remy dropped Sheether. True. You know what I'm saying? People want that. They want that outlet. When yeah. 50 Cent dropped. They want the controversy. When 50 Cent came out. Fuck Irv Gotti, fuck them. Yeah. It was, whoa. Right, right. Who is this nigga and what the fuck is going on? And right. who made him mad and why? It's interesting. People people are naturally, a hundred, like tens of thousands, I mean, hundred thousand people will go into the into the Coliseum and watch gladiators fight big ass fucking animals and right, shit. Right, right. Like human beings are naturally violent people. We're just naturally violent. That's just what it is. That's human nature. So because if you can tap into that, but somehow keep it, to where it's just music or competition or whatever the case may be, you're going to win. Like Floyd has managed. See, not only the reason what makes Floyd Mayweather the best at what he does is because not only is he the villain, but he's the best and he's the villain. Right, right. So he's the best and he's the villain on top of the fact that when people come at him, he doesn't ever break character. You've never seen. Same old shit. It's the same shit every time. You know exactly. Like we have Floyd coming here right now. You know exactly what we're going to get. Right. That's what I'm saying. People, people, they know, like, they ident- that's his brand. So what I'm saying is for something to come completely full circle and be a twist, a plot, Drake couldn't do it because um, at this point people don't necessarily, the hip-hop, the hip-hop elitists don't respect his hip-hop, which that light-skinned motherfucker wrap circles around niggas right. all day. So you have Kendrick Cole, and at this point Big Sean is entering the conversation. Kanye was in the conversation at one point. Jay is still in the conversation, but Jay not finna play with these niggas. It's a wrap. Jay's just gonna give you some bars and move on. But wouldn't that be the perfect plot twist? Like for somebody just to just off the wall surprise? Like that's what I'm that's why I'm telling you. That's yeah. why it'd be huge. If Cole came like Cole dropped a mixtape going at everybody got a track. And the track listing was niggas' names. Yeah. Track one, Kendrick Lamar. Track right. two, Big Sean. Track three, big. Drake. That should be on that should be on but Sports. But it, it also it also has to be it also has to be good at the same it, time. It, too. That's what I'm saying. If it was good, like Floyd, if it was the best, if it was the best motherfucking rap, like it's like, got to damn near be like a back to back by Drake on every single song exactly. against somebody else. Exactly, that should be platinum. But yeah, I, it, it would have. There has to be some sort of defense at that point. Somebody would have. Well, to, some don't at that somebody point. Somebody would have to poke. Yeah, somebody would go on the defense. But what I'm saying is, it still wouldn't. His impact would be. Imagine he did this for three years straight, and it was bar. I'm talking about back to back. For three years straight oh, Drake, Drake. as the villain. That's why Floyd is so big. Mm-hmm. He's done this consistently they, for people, 50, people want him 49 fights. Yeah, he want, they, people want him to be out. They, He's been consistent for 49 fights. Then get hit in the head and smile. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him do it. So because that's what I'm telling you. Like the, it, I want KDOT to be the one to do it because I know he's going to win big with, mm-hmm. if he do it. And he could stand up to it. Like Floyd wouldn't be Floyd if he couldn't take the fights. If he didn't beat everybody ass and take the whoop and and take the fights and win everything, he wouldn't be Floyd. 
I think Drake and K Dot could do it. Now, now the do reason you think why I say that... not Cole or the Cole or, or Big Sean is because I feel like Drake or K Dot could take them down. Mm-hmm. So it had to be Drake or K Dot. Like for instance, I give you a perfect example. When what's the biggest Rihanna? Two, Rihanna had two growth spurts in her career. One after the Chris Brown shit, mm-hmm. right? Every she was the she became the, the baby face. She became the oh my god. She got all that that empathy, that world empathy, and she and Jay Z was like, "Come on over here, Rock Nation." And then she got that look, and then she became a, she not she became she was already a superstar. She became a mega star, right? Right. Then plot twist, she became Bad Girl Riri and took her shit to a whole nother level. Very true. Right. Very true. Uh, she got a cult following at this point. She got when you were okay. Name the two. Name 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 three big huge female fan bases. I'm gonna give you Beyonce, B I Beehive, mm-hmm. and what else? Uh, Taylor Swift. Are we talking hit? Like what are we talking? Because I would say Taylor Swift and then Rihanna. Exactly. Yeah. You just named the biggest motherfucker in the world. Yeah. The second biggest motherfucker in the world, mm-hmm. and Rihanna. And when yeah. you wouldn't even consider her in that conversation before Bad Girl Riri or before the Chris Brown shit. No, I, I get I get that, but even with Rihanna, like she, I, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like it still needs to be something that pokes that dot triggers it. That triggers it. It don't have to be. I don't think people, I feel like it. Does, like give, give an example of somebody that didn't have to be Bad Girl Riri. She she got her ass beat. That didn't trigger it, Bad Girl it Riri. Did. No, it I, did. I feel like it did because it did. It, it Bad Girl Riri came after the empathy. Exactly. She, you forgot that they was in Florida on jet skis and they was taking the pictures on TMZ. And, and she, people were talking shit, right? No, she be that's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying to you is she became the doll face. She became America's sweetheart mm-hmm. after the, the Chris Brown shit. Right. She was on she was that's when she did the Rock Nation shit and Jay Z was like standing up for her. Everybody was standing up for Rihanna, right? Right, right. Then out of fucking nowhere, she became this whole she was smoking weed on camera, fuck you, this and that. Same. I, see, and my thing is I think that became you know, there, like you said, there was a whole there was a whole different perspective of who she was. You know, see, she had some stardom before, but now that the lights is turned up on her more and more, now she's under the microscope. People are picking apart every single move that she's doing. Yeah. So she's like, "Fuck, I can't just be a, a human being. Fuck that. Well, I'm not gonna be America's doll. I'ma just, I'ma really. You want to see some shit? I'ma show you who I am. It was triggered by something. Has that shit not happened? I don't think the bad girl re-re shit image would have worked. Same thing with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, she was already doing her shit, but until that moment with Kanye is when her shit kind of turned everybody. You see, she, people looked at her a different way. Mm. Something was triggered for her to say, and, and she's still technically the good girl. She's still a good girl. But can you imagine what if Taylor, Taylor still came out like Miley Cyrus <laughs> and was just wearing shit and spitting and cussing and flipping people off and like that should be wild. I think that, she that should be that should be on CNN. I think she has she still has it in her. Do some shit like that. That should be on CNN. Yeah, no. Definitely, Taylor Swift loses her shit. Definitely, but it it, it definitely it was triggered by something though. It was triggered by. I think it's just. I think when a, when a mega star turns heel and go and becomes the bad guy, that shit is that shit is national headlines. You're right, but nobody's done it just for no reason. It's always been triggered by something. So that's that, what I'm that's, saying. But what I'm telling you is, I don't think that it has to be triggered by something to the people, to who, us maybe. Who, who, that's what I'm saying. Who who. Who's an example of that? I don't think there's, there's no example. I think just the where people are now, people don't necessarily people just want something to believe in. They don't care where it comes from or who or what the call. I, and see, I, I I differ. I think that there has to be a story driven behind it. It has for, to be something like you, DJ Head, right? Or me? I'm Chuck Dizzle. I'm the nice guy, right? Yeah. I'm the nice guy of this operation, yeah. and I just say, you know what? We're gonna turn on the mic, and I'm just become you. Hey, man, fuck you. The fuck? What is Chuck doing? Like, even if it's compelling and funny, people are like, what the fuck? Now, if I split, turn the narrative, man, you know, he had been fucking me these last couple of weeks. Every time, for the last seven years we've been doing Homegrown, this motherfucker slapped me in the back of the head, talk some shit. So now, you I had can't, enough. I didn't had enough. Like, today is the day. Yeah, so to rally the troops, you would need... Uh, you, you, you need to have a story behind it. Right. If I just came in and was like, you know what, fuck DJ Head, fuck all this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Niggas were like, what the... F-? It, it might play out to a good story for controversy, but... After a while, it fizzles out. What Charlemagne say? You know what I'm saying? You're, if you're the the, the the whole idea as far as being a shock jock, if there's if there's no truth behind it, yeah, it's gonna play out eventually. Yeah, yeah. So I think if somebody if somebody says, you know what, I want to turn up just because I want to turn up, like somebody in that theory says, you know what, damn, I heard head, I heard head on the homegrown podcast. You're right. Like if I decided to listen to this today, 
yeah, I need to turn the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has to be a story behind it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Behind that, then people are like, oh, man, see, yeah, Dot, Dot been a the good kid for so long. Yeah, I, I can, can see that. why he turned around. You know what I'm saying? I so I think that. that's what it is, man. I can see that, but I was just coming from the standpoint of the general public not being smart. This is true. This is true. That's why I said the instant gratification. Oh, it'd be on blogs. It'd be all over the place. Yeah, yeah, but after, wouldn't it wouldn't stick. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't stick. Yeah, They'd be like, what the fuck is wrong? No, with? I agree with that. Wouldn't be wrong. What's wrong with this motherfucker? Um, I, and I think partly that's why with Kanye, people was like, where the fuck is this coming from? Well, I think Kanye just had enough of everything. Exactly. But there's no main trigger that's associated yeah, with no, it. Yeah, no. See, the thing is Kanye, see, the thing that people don't realize is probably about Kanye, especially when he blew up on Sway and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a lot of behind closed door shit that go on, and all you see is the end result of it. Exactly, because he don't have he can't he know he can't talk he know he can't say, say the shit he want to say. Yeah, so he go and that's when he explode. Oh, man, I don't. I just anyway. Let's we were talking about Charlemagne, man. We actually pulled up on him too. Black Privilege is uh book, man. Shouts out to Charlemagne. Is number, speaking of number one. Salute to my guy. Man, he, Salute to my guy, Charlemagne the God. He's uh he's dropping the clues bombs for Charlemagne. We ain't got, we ain't got clues bombs over here, man. Uh, it's West Coast. It. We ain't got his shit. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. My bad clue. We fuck with you. We ain't got one of your bombs, Spend my nigga. West Coast. <laughs> it's West Coast. Ain't no ain't no clues Good. bombs over here. West Coast ain't got love for DJ <laughs> Clues Bombs. Not them bombs, my nigga. Hey, but he he's on the New York's uh, bestsellers New list. New York Times bestseller list. Shouts out to him on that. I think he's hitting number, number one on a couple of other the 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 bestsellers for I think um, self self help and some other shit. I don't know what it is right now, but congratulations to him nonetheless. I got a chance to actually listen to the audio book. We went Me out too. there um, to the the album. Was it the album signing? The the, the book album signing. Album <laughs> right now. Morning, everybody. <laughs> DJ Envy. <laughs> DJ hit. Hey, Emmy, go fuck you up. I know he. <laughs> when we seen him at the uh, the the at the conference, yeah, the talent shit. He he shook my hand, kind of like, hey, my nigga, yeah, I know, bitch ass nigga, yeah, I know who you nigga. are. He a, yeah, he's a little nigga. That, yeah, all right, motherfucker, <laughs> nigga. Um, but man, I was it was funny because you didn't even know that the motherfucker shouted you out in the acknowledgments. No, okay, so Charlemagne did. We was le- we was leaving somewhere. We was going to Charlemagne. We leaving that shit. Oh, we was going to book Charlemagne's book signing, and Chuck Chuck is like. Man, that shit is crazy. You, uh, you, you, you heard the uh, Charlemagne shouted you out in the back of the book. I was like, for real? He's like, yeah, no shit. I didn't know. He was like, yeah, you know, like I no, because I asked you. I was like, you finished reading the book? He was like, no, nah, I'm still going through it right now. I was, I was like, halfway oh. through the book at the point. I was like, oh, so you, you didn't? Oh, I was like, you didn't get to acknowledgement. Yeah, check out, check out the acknowledgements because he mentioned you. The fuck for real? You was on at that point. I was on. Hey, I posted that shit on my Instagram. Shout out to uh, my guy, my brother, man, the homie Charlemagne, the God. He he's a good dude, man. Like, and most people what they what they don't realize about 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 Charlemagne is that uh, like Char, I consider him. I, I forgot. I told Silas this one day when we was driving in the car. It's like four. I think I got four friends that that are of the the business, right, right of the industry, right that. No, or, or I'll say five. Uh-huh. I have five friends that are of the industry where, like, I met them doing this. Right, right. And um, Charlemagne is one of them. Charlemagne, uh, Big Boy, uh, uh, Genesis, Ty Dolla Sign, and somebody else. I can't remember. I know Genesis, OT Genesis, why? But before the industry, a little bit. But long story short, I forgot. I forgot. I can't mention. I don't remember the last person. But um, long story short. They always pick up the phone. When you pick up, when you call. They always answer my phone call. They always text me back. And just being in this business, knowing, like, even me, like, I got unread messages. I have my shit be backed up, too. But just knowing that those people, you can hit them, and they'll hit you right back right. if they can. You know, or they'll get right back. Because you got you to think, like you said, you... And it, you, myself, we have unread messages, un, unread shit that we can we can barely get back to at times. Yeah, and we're on a certain level. These motherfuckers are, are up there. Yeah, national superstars. National superstars. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and especially in Big's case, historic icons here in L.A. And the fact that they're making time to pick up that's that's you know, like literally, for them, I've man. called. I mean, it's just just a run of, run of the mill. Just to give you perspective, like I've called. Big boy, and hey, what's up, head? I'm like, oh man, you know, he's like, oh man, I'm with my kids, you know, what's up? Let me, you know, and I'm like, nah, go. He's like, nah, I got a minute, what's up? Like, with his kids. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And everybody kind of know that's kind of off limits. Same thing with, you know, Ty. Like, I call Ty, like, Dollar, what's up? Oh man, you know, I'm picking my daughter up from school. Like, what's Potter? I'm like, 
my nigga, like you didn't have to answer the right, phone. right. You know, you you could hear back. Saying? Charlemagne, same thing. Like he'll be in, he'll be in the bed at yeah. night. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Me and him chopped it up for hours, and it's just crazy to me. Like so you saying he be in the bed talking to you for hours? No, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just, I just want to get some clarification. And your so you saying Charlemagne, the guy, picks up your phone at night? Charlemagne, picking my phone at midnight, taking a shit. At midnight on the phone, I you say he be in a, he in a, uh, a fetal position, picking, yeah, fetal position, <laughs> picking up. Side. Oh, this head. Okay, cool. Let me pick no, this up. No, that's not what he doing. No, that's not okay, what he just doing. Making sure. What he did was he was on the phone with your barber <laughs> trying to figure out <laughs> what the fuck is going on. My so anyway, mustache. Yeah. So anyway, just just big like it just means a lot to me. Yeah. Um. You know, on a couple of occasions, a couple of occasions, Charlemagne has like went out of his, three, actually three specific occasions. Maybe I don't know about other ones when that I know that Charlemagne, that Charles like really looked out for me. One was getting hired at iHeart. Like yeah. he put in a good word for me over there with Doc. Um, the second one is for my birthday one year, like last year or whatever. Like he he shouts you out on the uh, on, on, on Brilliant on, Idiots. On Brilliant Idiots. Yeah. yeah. And Brilliant Idiots is a huge platform. I'm a fan first of right. Brilliant Idiots. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a I really am a fan. I you heard that motherfucker. So yeah, I heard that. <laughs> and then the third is the acknowledgement in your first book. Like yeah, this that is, your, is true. This is big. That's huge. Yeah. Like, this is your first book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is your like damn it, not your autobiography, but this is like Nah, this is this is you're right. This I mean, is your it's story. A, it's, the, it's the debut, yeah. Just to be a part of that is like that shit meant a lot to me. So I you know, I text him and let him know like this shit meant a lot to me. And I told him too, like, that just meant a lot to me to be a part of that. And um, you know, if you ain't checked out the book, I finished I just you finished it. Yeah, hell yeah. I just finished it. It's called Black Privilege. Opportunity comes to those who create it, and for those that 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 haven't had a chance to check it out, man, and, and just looking at the title alone, and maybe uh, whether it catches your attention or doesn't, you you may or may not want to read it based off the title, man. Just dig into it because it it goes beyond the surface of just black privilege. I think it, and, and for those that are maybe picking it up for the radio perspective, it has just great life principles that he has, and he just uses his story to to feel everything that he's talking about. Yeah. So don't don't be jaded by if you somebody that's caught off guard by the topic and don't want to check it out because of the fucking title, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Check it out and just, you know, really really dive into it, man. I think it has some motivation. I told him, I'm like, dude, this shit, like, really lit a fire under me. Like, because even him talking about stories of being fired four times from the station, yeah. like, it it helps when you're going through shit in your own situations. It's like, damn, A, either I didn't have it that bad, or B, damn, there's some some doper shit that's to come after the fact. So yeah. don't, don't be afraid of, of those fucked up situations that may that are gonna come and you gotta be able to you know what i'm saying how that shit in the book he points out eight principles that you know that that he lives by or that's affected his life in yeah. some way shape or form and then he backs it up with stories so if you ever read like i did 48 laws of power it, it reminds me of that because instead of you know going back to ancient chinese or ancient um king arthur history or whatever the fuck they did to back up their narrative yeah in the book, he tells it's personal real stories life shit that about you what's going to. on. So I think my favorite principle in the book is fuck your dreams. Yeah. Because that's some real shit. Because yeah. that's what I do. Like, yeah. I tell people, honestly, I go in the studio and I tell people, like, I don't like this record. Like, you shouldn't put this out. It's bad. Yeah. Or, you know, like, so I think when you live, like, like he's just talking about in the book, I don't want to give the whole book away, but when you talk, he talks about it in his book about living your truth. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I tapped into and to this day, like it, it completely changed my life. Yeah. So just knowing that he's putting this rhetoric out in the world for people to understand and digest and take it in is definitely appreciated. And I think the book is a must read. Yeah. And I, and I like the fact that he's he's kind of going on uncharted territories in terms of what it means to be a, a black mogul um, in this in the industry. In the industry, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's beyond radio at this point. He's doing a lot of TV, doing a lot of shit behind the scenes. You know. Uh, that people may or may not, may not even know about. Um, and that, that's what's got, I think, honestly, for me, that's what's gotten me excited about the business. Like, damn, there are other things that you can you can do. There's other ways. Uh, and just seeing him give back, like yeah. whether it be to yourself, like to to, to give you that, that, that lob, you know what I'm saying, to, to Doc or whatever. Just little things like that, you know what I'm saying, the, the shit that he's done with Debbie Dev over the years and just all that, man. Just And these people have been are, are close with me, so I see the impact that he's had on their lives. Yeah. And it's like, okay, damn, it's dope to give back. Yeah, and I think, and I try to do that too. It's, 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 for me, it's about opportunity. Yeah. And, like, he he says, he, he says this thing where he says, 
um, most people wouldn't. Most people wouldn't recognize opportunity when the paycheck attached to it. Exactly, I love that. I love it yeah. because I'm the first person to do some shit. I just want the opportunity. Give me a chance. Get, just give me a shot. Like I don't. I don't need to. I don't. Want, it ain't about the money. Yeah. And what scared me? I think I told you this before. Like what scared me is like the last year, six last year, about. I would say the last six to eight months or so, mm-hmm. what, what really fucked me up is that I really don't care about money. Right. And it's coming. I'm. I was on welfare most right, of half right, my life. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like welfare half my life. Fucking collect unemployment for the other half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, for me to not give a fuck about making money is scary. Yeah. And it's not that I'm not. I'm not rich or like nothing. Like I'm not. I don't. I'm not hurting. But at the same time, what, what's scary about it though? Because do you do you feel when like you grow up and you don't like I remember living in a car I remember that right. shit I remember house hopping with but my but mom. I'm saying what it what's scary about the fact that you not worried about money is the fact that you think that it's gonna come to because an I end spent or, most of my life trying to get money so you feel like you've already reached a certain point is that what no I'm like spent, no I spent most of my life caring about money gotcha so it's just like say you have a dog and the dog died yeah. You this dog, you grew up with this dog. Right. So you when it dies, it's like fuck. Me want me trying to make sure that I could pay my bills and eat food. Right. Is a was number one priority Probably in my right. life. Right, right. So because now that's not the number one priority in my life, it's scary. Mm. It's uncharted territory because now I'm just about building and, and giving opportunities, getting opportunities. Building a building a brand, building our brand, yeah. building my brand. You know what I'm saying? Helping give it shooting uh, shooting those lives to other people like right. Lupe and fucking Tomas and you know what I'm saying? Everybody that fuck with us. So it's like for my for me personally, it's like that's a scary thought. Cause I spent my entire life, damn near until two years ago uh, until a year ago, damn mm-hmm. near, chasing money. Right. So to not to go from chasing money. To I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like literally, like ah, like to the point where I'd rather stay home than to go make some money somewhere and and plot and plan and mm. and read a book or like that shit is scary. So do you? Is it scary because, like I said, is it scary because you feel like you're starting to reach a peak, or is it scary fuck because no. it the the part that's uncharted territory? That's what I'm saying. Like is the, the fact it's that you have to kind process. of re shift the 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 narrative as far as your life now? Yeah, got you. Because my, my that's not my number one priority. Exactly. Okay, my number one priority used to be I need to make money so I can get some dinner mm-hmm. today. Like, because I didn't have a job for so long, I went seven, eight, seven, eight years without a job, right? Without a consistent income, mm-hmm. and we still paid this building, we still paid bills, we I still had every regular life going on. Right. So to go from waking up every day trying to figure out, okay. What do I want to eat for dinner? Mm-hmm. Do I want to eat El Pollo Loco again like I've been doing for the last three right. weeks? Hey, you was El Pollo Loco king. Do I want to eat El Pollo Loco yeah. every day? Yeah. I eat El Pollo Loco every day because yeah. I had coupons. They came regularly. Mm-hmm. So do I want to eat El Pollo Loco again today, which would cost me, me about $7, $8? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to like try to do better and go to Panda? Or do I want to do better than that? And get, you know, go to round table, give yeah. me a big ass pizza. I have some left over. I can eat breakfast. Yeah. Or do I want to go big and go to a sit down restaurant? Right. So I <laughs> said, go big, man. Yeah. yeah that's my, up. that was my thought process. Up, yeah. So when I woke up in the morning, I had to figure out what I wanted to do and how I was going to make money today. Yeah. To eat today. Yeah. To eat tonight. And shout out to people like Glasses Malone and Pooh who fed me yeah. every day. So I only had to worry about dinner. Right. They fed me lunch yeah. or brunch or breakfast, whatever it was, whatever the first meal was, they fed me. Mm-hmm. Then I had to figure out how I was going to eat dinner. Yeah. So I need to figure out how to make $20 today. Mm-hmm. How can I make $20 today just so I can fe- eat? And then in the long run, when you think about the grand scheme of the month, how I'm going to pay my bills, how I'm going to get gas, how I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, keep my cell phone on. Yeah. So to go from that being to my... automatically eliminate all that shit. Yeah, it's a scary thought because right. I literally don't give a fuck about money. Like I just don't care. Like like right now, if you told me, oh, after we finish this podcast, you can go make you gonna make five thousand dollars DJing for one hour. Mm. Of course, I'm gonna go do it. Right, but I, I'm not excited about it. Right, it's not like something like, oh, nigga, we got. It. I'm, I'm getting this, hit this lit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I don't. I, I'm not excited. Yeah. Now, if you told me we have a meeting with this with you know, Charlemagne and one of his business partners to do something, that would excite me. Yeah. Making no money. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. Right. So, so the thought process for me is fucked up. It, it's fucked up as a sound. It's just it's scary. Right. It's an uncharted territory for me. But see, but go to go back to the book. I think that's a, a good thing. When people hear scary, they 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 automatically attach something negative to that, and it's like that's not. It's scary because, like you said, it's, it's uncharted. But man, it's, it's it can be so fulfilling because you have a purpose at that point. Yeah. You 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 still you kind of just redefine what your purpose is. So, okay, your your purpose is not. To figure out how you gonna get food, it's like okay, well no, I'm I'm more strategic on what I want to do now, and so all the energy that I put into possibly getting food and trying to make money is no, how can I position myself to live a better life, or you know what I'm saying, like do something better for my career. I mean, even though those are still things that you thought about, it just shifted the 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 uh, the priorities of them now. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. as immediate as oh man, I gotta really figure out what the fuck I'm gonna eat for lunch. Like that's coming up at one o'clock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now I, I get it. I get it. I mean, and then also too, um, another part uh, that I really like about about the book, going back to the Black Privilege, uh, Charlemagne's book, is where there's there's stuff in the book. I don't, I don't want to give it too much away, but there's stuff in the book when you when you when you really think about it. It's really just common sense. It is. It is. But it's that's really just common sense. But they say common just, sense ain't that common though. It's shit that people overlook. Mm-hmm. So it's like instead like 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 um even Gary V. Like I'm a fan of Gary yeah, V. I fuck with Gary V. I'm a fan sure. of I'm a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. So even with Gary V, it's like I think that's where I get a lot of my core, like people are oh, heads and asshole. I think that's where that comes from is because to me, there's no reason. There's no so that's going back to Charlemagne's book. There's no excuse. There's yeah. no you have privilege, yeah. just like white people got privilege, just exactly. like Asian people have privilege, right. just like people. You know what I mean? Just everybody has whatever they, whatever your advantage is. Take advantage take of it advantage in life. Of, yeah. So I don't have any natural abilities. I'm not. I don't sound as good as Chuck Dizzle on the radio. I'm not as good a DJ as DJ Damage at the radio station. I'm not a, as good a host as Charlemagne is. But I'm smart. Mm. Okay, so how can I figure out how to use my intellect to my advantage? Right. It's just honing in on what whatever your craft, whatever your advantage is, and, and capitalizing on it. So I think that that's a good message. That's I mean, it's deeper in the book, but no, absolutely. I think you, you, we hit a lot of good points on there, man. So if you guys haven't gotten it, go on and check it out. I mean, there's an audio book, all of that, man. It's not, it's a dude we really support, man. It's, it's shouts out to him because um, that's just 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 family right there. So shouts to Charlamagne and God and. Shouts to our folks, the cousins, man. They had their their, their cousins live event. I, I gotta give them some props because um, they're stepping out. And, and for the folks that don't know, we we have a full network here. It's a we full have network. Other shows that broadcast. Once one in which is the cousins. Uh, shouts to Asia. Shouts to Brittany. Shouts to DJ DZ. They broadcast uh, Monday nights on HomegrownRadio.net. But they did the cousins live. And some you know some of the homies out there from Jake and Papa to Jizzle uh, Radio Base. Uh, I don't know. I'm missing like a gang of other people. Who the, who else? Eric Bellinger. Eric, Eric Bellinger, man. Eric Bellinger, man. And um, I just like the fact that they, they, they're they doing something different with their brand. And y'all can look out for the Cousins Live. They'll be doing it, you know, do you catch the next one when they end up doing that shit as well, man. And shout out to the Cousins. Um, shout out to fucking uh, Cousin Brittany and Cousin Asia. Um, fucking um, hitting me up, thanking me for coming through and after I already agreed to it. <laughs> oh yeah, you was on. I forgot you was on that motherfucking panel. Too. Yeah, I was on that panel. And shout out to everybody that hit me up. A lot of people, a couple, well, not a lot of people. A few people did hit me up afterwards um, on like social media, or whatever, telling me that they appreciated what I said. And I think that I just try to say some real shit all the time. You know, what's it's what's even realer, man. Is I'm understanding the fact that our position is changing, and it's a weird feel. Like I think it's that scary shit we were talking about. It's scary, though. It's just weird. Like I. I, I try to channel it as far as to just give back as much as possible, but it's just we're like to be in a position of one to do radio for so long, one mm-hmm. to be in a position that we're in right now, yeah. and we're blessed with the opportunity to be at a station and you know have our own opportunity here with Homegrown Radio. But the amount of people that come through the doors and either marvel at the fact that we got our own spot, or just like damn man, you guys are doing it like, and want to get some kind of advice. And I think my mindset has changed. I've always been from a from a given standpoint, but for the last year specifically, I've been in a position or or trying to be in a position. I know we both are doing it, like to really empower the next generation in this media shit. Yeah, and it, it just sounds wild because we're still on our own goose chase. Hell yeah, we're still trying to get it on our own. But it's like, dog, we. And I think the reason why is because, and we talk about this so many times, the fact that. I mean, granted, there were mentors that we had. There were people that that looked out for us, like in, in certain situations. But in the beginning, 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 yeah. there was 
nothing. No. no. Like, we had to literally create this shit from scratch. Scratch. U.S. Cerritos, me at Long Beach State, and just no, like, we didn't have, we weren't I grandfathered couldn't, I in. couldn't tweet nobody. Couldn't tweet nobody. Couldn't go. I mean, even even when I would try to go on the website to different radio stations and try to get people's emails and reach out, no response back. I would go. I would literally drive up the street to figure out where the station was at because I knew on the website they had the address. I would drive by yeah, thinking, they, thinking they would have the radio station yep. logo on the outside of some bullshit. Me too. All we're saying is that we did what we had to do to get in the position that we're in right now. And for those that are trying to come up, we want to give back. We want to help you out, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bust your ass too. Like you gotta do that shit. Like, and right now you have way more advantages than we have with social media. Yep. You can reach out to people like us way easier than you could before. Um, so all that to say, I want to, I want to shout out to the homegirl Lupe too, man, because now you know she's was an intern with us for a year. Yeah, and you know we just. Promote her to to nice little producer position producer and help, position. help us help Shout us out, out to man. Producer Lupe, producer Lupe, um, one time intern a producer. So yeah, man. But all that to say because she she busted her ass, and when people see that you're working hard, trust me. When people see that you're working, they're gonna want to help you out as much Hell as possible. Yeah. They're gonna want to empower you to help you out. I just heard I just heard something that. Uh, Shout out to Schultz. Shout out to uh, Young Hezzy. Yeah, I heard Schultz say uh, about he was he he did a he did a he was at the cellar with Chris Rock, mm-hmm. and he did he's talking about this thing where Chris Rock, where Chris if you know Andrew Schultz, Andrew Schultz is a stand up comedian, mm-hmm. uh, co host of the Brilliant Idiots with Charlamagne Tha God, but um and you know Guy Code MTV all that shit. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, um, Schultz was talking about how he was at. At the cellar, he was doing a comedy show with Chris Rock, and and they were talking about different things. When I and Chris Rock, you know, they were talking about people's entitlement and stuff like that, or whatever the case may be. And he was talking about how Chris Rock had that thing, and he actually talked about it on his comedy special where people want you to help, want you to push the car mm. for them. Mm. So if you notice, like you driving down the street and you see somebody with their thumb out and their car broke down. It's, you drive right by them motherfuckers. Right. But if you drive and you see somebody pushing that motherfucker by themselves. Very true. You'll get out. You're going to get out and push that yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, you see they doing that shit by themselves. So it's no different. It, it, that was like a bar because, like, Chris Rock is a genius anyway. But that was a bar because that's so true. Yeah. It's just truth. In, it, it It's humor and truth. Very like Because I've seen that happen a numerous. I've get, I've gotten out and helped push. Right. When you see somebody on the I own. saw a guy pushing this shit, his truck by himself. Yeah. He was going to get that motherfucker out the street. I'm like, you know what? I fuck with this nigga. Yeah. Let me go help him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So versus, I don't even, I can't even tell you how many people I drove by on the street with their thumb out. Yeah. Nope. Not going to do Yeah. <laughs> I'm driving right by that because I don't know what the fuck is going on. He's a meow. So it just it just goes to show like the the psyche of man, the psyche of people. Like people want to help people who are helping themselves. Themselves, right? And 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 for me personally, this is another key. This is some, this is another major major key alert that I unlocked as far as being a master of my universe. That's how the world works. That's how the universe works. Elaborate. It. it the universe, the universe is is okay. This I was just giving this bar. I forgot it was one of the interns or something like that, right? So the bar goes. It's something I just kind of tapped into and kind of re- wanted to discover on my own, um, deeper. So I started like reading articles and whatnot. But anyway, long story short, look at the universe as whatever. I mean, people say universe, God, whatever is your whatever your power is, right? So look at the universe as an actual person. Mm-hmm. Right, Mother Nature, if you will. So look at Mother Nature as an actual entity, an actual person. So if you look at it that way, if you look at it that way, the way it works is no different than you pushing the car. Right. So if you go to the universe and you just sit at home all day and you playing PlayStation or you right. on the Wii or you going and taking your girl to eat every day and you say, "Oh, I want it, I want better in life." That all you do is sitting there not doing shit. You ain't doing shit. The universe recognizes that no different than you driving by the person with their thumb out and not pushing the car. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, well, you know, maybe I, I'm going to go help this person push this car that's pushing the car by themselves, and then I'll get to you. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see, we'll see what's going on. We'll see on. what happens. Yeah. Well, don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> leave, on, leave on a light. We'll leave a light on for you. Yeah, so... When you when you think about it like that, see, I think people don't don't tap into their shit the way I t- 
tapped into my shit because they can't see it. Yeah. Like, like when you want to quit your job, yeah. like it, I can't see it. Right, right, right. So it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Right. So that's not true, though. The, that's not true. Yeah, that's Just because right. you can't see it doesn't mean yeah, it doesn't exist. exist. Right, right. So the way I've lived life at this point, which goes back to another scary part, because I've never lived life that, like that. I've always been. Um, like in Salas always tell me, stop worrying about money. It's like my nigga, I gotta, how, right. I gotta eat. I gotta, I, it's like no, you you worry about money too much. Right. So when you stop worrying about money, the money will just flow. Mm-hmm. Blah, right? Anyway, long story short, I think that at this point in my life, the way it works is if people start visualizing the universe as an actual person and treating the universe as an actual person, they'll be able to to see it right. and manifest better. So like. You don't treat the you you don't just like I um like say I only called you when I needed to borrow money right or say I only called you when I needed a ride somewhere right or say on just like my nigga you know, I'm stop answering the fucking after phone. a while you are gonna stop picking up that call I'm stopping up the phone yeah but if I'm constantly doing shit and you hitting me hey what you got going on hey I'm doing this this and this right. trying to build my brand hey, I'm doing this and this and this I got to make this money hey, I'm doing this you going all right well look I'm finna pull up on you right so right. then the universe come to you like all right what do you want to do right that's when you start getting or, the world or you hey I'm, I'm going to this you want to roll with me I, I know you're doing this other shit yeah. hey, you want to pop yeah or I just want to be a part of what you what got you going got on very true that's when you tap into your 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 full potential that's what Charlemagne is on right now yeah that motherfucker going you tapped in when you tap into your full potential it's like, well, the universe is like, all right, well, what do you need me to do? Yeah. I'm, I'm backing <laughs> got, you up. I got you. I got you. Because at that point, it's like. You did all the work. You did all the work. You're going to continue like, to do the work. Yeah. How can I? How it's can like I, somebody that wants to invest in you. It's like, oh, shit, you got the business plan right here. Boom. Well, shit, boom. The universe, exactly. That's how that shit works. So, so the I, universe is like an investor. No, the universe is a person. It's That's a, what I'm saying. Like an investor. Technically, actually, low key, it's the universe an is investor. a woman. Oh, shit. There you go. Here we go. Joint venture partner. There we go. The universe is a woman. I fuck that. I'm going to go on a limb and say it. Because it's temperamental. It don't want to be used. It don't... You, you got to check. You got to you gotta coddle it a little bit. Check on it. You know what I'm saying? Feed it. And you got to put in the extra effort. It's a woman. The universe is a woman. Straight up. The universe is a woman. I like that. That's the, that's the title of this podcast. The universe is a woman. You just got to coddle that motherfucker. The universe is a woman. All right, so real quick, I mean, we we've already been recording for a minute. Uh, what I do want, what I do want to say, read it like, what the fuck, what the fuck is going on? Hopefully, you got some bars from this. Um, yeah, man, shit, I think that's just a perfect way to end this motherfucker. To be honest, man, I, I do want to shout out Jake and Pop because they were at the, the cousins' yeah, bar yeah. too, and they had their the uh, their their listening for tattoos and blues, and you went to go see AD at the same yeah, at the same right. time, man. And shout out to the Crips. That's shout out it. to the Crips. Shout out to Priority. That's all. Hey, right. shout out to Fuzz. Fuzzy. Fuzz. Listen, man. Oh, wow. We ain't addressed this at all. What's that? Fuzzy. We haven't talked about Fuzzy at all. Oh, you're right. Since everything. So, quick thing. Shout out to my dude, Fuzz Fantab. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Straight out of Compton. Oh, wow. If y'all, man, Fuzzy is one of them. Hold on. I don't even know where to start or how to even do it. But anyway, shout out to Fuzzy and everything that he's done for the city. In general, you know what I'm saying? It's always been Big Boy's but a right hand yeah. through the whole 20 years, you yeah. know what I'm saying, uh, of Big Boy's career, Big Boy's neighborhood, uh, um, uh, what you call it, from Big Boy's neighborhood to um, being local to national, yeah, man. Uh, a personality, a producer, um, the connector. the con- a Hashtag the connector. Just go on and look up that. To iHeartMedia being our MD, our music director at Man. the station, to now being the GM, the general manager of Priority Records. That's amazing, man. It's and, crazy. And to it, see it that. couldn't happen to a greater dude, too. Fuzzy's a good motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I don't really know too many people that could say anything negative about Fuzz. At all. But if you don't, Fuzz, at Fuzz Fantab on Instagram with two Zs, um, on Twitter, whatever you want to look And yes, he's from Compton. And yes, he's from Compton. You got to make sure you say that shit. And I just think that. When you meet, when you run across solid motherfuckers, yeah. you want to hold on to them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And Fuzz is one of those people who never not been solid. Right. Always is spoke, always will speak to you. Now, even if he don't remember who you are, he gonna speak to you. He speak, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he gonna act like he he gonna act like he remember you. <laughs> Real shit. Um, um, but then other than that, like I'm just ha- I'm just really proud of what Fuzz has been able to do. Yeah, and I, and I think on top of that too, he has an ear for music, man. He 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 really knows the the this culture 
that, you know, the, the the term gets thrown around culture vulture and shit and how the wrong people, and we even talk about how sometimes the wrong people are in the right positions. Oh, yeah. This is a situation where the right man, person is in the right motherfucking position, man. And I only see great things continuing to happen for him. Um, and I know he he's one of those people that like to empower other people as well. Whether oh, for it be sure. for the music or just con- being the connector. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was the one that actually gave me a call and was like, yo, uh, we're going to do this interview at iHeart. You'll be there at 10. I'm like, damn, all right, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, he called me for mine. Yeah, mine. man. So, hey, you know, we're going to have you come in man. and do the interview. I'm like, for sure. Like, I remember they asked, they said, how do you know Fuzzy? I was like, hey, who doesn't know Fuzzy? Like, come on, man. Everybody know Fuzz. So, shouts out to him, man, because that's been somebody that, I mean, you, you talk about in LA. You, you're right. Big's right hand man. You knew who he was. So, meeting the dude is kind of like a larger than life situation. And then just being able, you know, just him being actually the homie, man, is is even better, man. That's it's just a great dude, man. And, and I just look forward to seeing nothing but the best happen to him. You know what I'm saying? So right now, what they got with Fuzz got going on their priority records? They got Jake and Papa. Wow. They got AD. Wow. They got G Perico. Wow. So they coming, man. And they, and the project is not officially out. I've pretty much heard everything at this point. Mm-hmm. And also, it's not coming out this, this. No, I'm saying right now, as of right now, it's not out. The, the AD shit. Oh, okay. Gotcha, AD, gotcha, G gotcha. Perico. Jake and Papa's out. Well, shit. By the time a lot of people, people going to hear this shit, it's going to be out. Okay. Well, yeah. So it's good. It's quality music. Shout out to Jake and Papa. They making that, that real R&B shit. If that's yeah. what you went to, fuck with it. Um, uh, AD and the G Last Peri- of the 80s, right? La- AD, last and, of the 80s. That's him and uh, Janari. Him and Janari. So and, shout out to Janari. Janari been, uh, been doing this shit out here in LA for a long time, too. He's been fucking with that nigga before he had dreads. Yeah, Janari. Always been ugly. Always been dope. <laughs> shout out to him. And then um, uh, G Perico project is dropping as well. And um, we got some big shit that we're going to announce really soon. Real soon. Be on the lookout for that. So shout out to everybody over there at that at that television network that's fucking with us. Well, I guess we're making announcements, huh? No, okay. we're not making an announcement. Okay. That's what we're doing. So anyway. All right. Well, shit. Well, I think that's the perfect way to end this motherfucker. The, 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 woman is, the universe is a woman? The universe is a woman. All right. Well, fuck it. Or we can talk. We can we can title it. Uh, we can title it. That'd be crazy if we change the titles. The universe is a woman. All right, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Because long story short, as I like to say, long story short, long story short, it's gonna be a long motherfucking story. It's gonna be a long motherfucking story. All right, we about man. Homegrown radio at homegrown radio. Everything. Uh, Facebook.com/slash homegrown radio net. Just man, follow us. Stay tuned. We back. It's homegrown. 